0: Welcome back to the very first PJ Party podcast of 2019.
1: Oh, New Year. New New pod, same pod.
0: What'd you do for New Year's anyways?
1: I stayed in.
0: I was going to call you and invite you. I went to a pizza making party.
1: Yeah, that seems pretty sweet.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry that I didn't uh, call you to come out to it.
1: Oh, that's okay. I was uh, busy just at home playing board games, not drinking. By yourself. No, I wasn't by myself. I had a couple people over. It was good. It was actually exactly how I want to uh, spend New Year's. I really don't enjoy going out. And I, I only enjoy hanging out with, you know, those close friends on New Year's because it gets too rowdy. It's one of those holidays that's just like way too drunk. And uh, I would never get to that level. And I get annoyed very easily.
0: I don't know if this makes me like a full blown alcoholic or a snob. Or what it does, but uh, yeah. Or or maybe it makes me lame and like a not a good party person. Oh, yeah. But it's true. It's like New Year's, St. Patrick's Day.
1: (sighs) Those two I hate.
0: Okay, fuck those both. Yeah. They're... A tourist holidays. Oh, yeah. And that's we got to deal with is all the bridge and tunnel crowd coming out and being like, I haven't been out this year yet, but I'm going out for New Year's and I'm going to have uh, a cocktail. Yeah. Blah, I'm a blah, blah, very blah, blah, Irish blah,
1: blah. family and we've never been into celebrating. Sometimes my dad dresses in green and we'll have a beer, but that's about it. It's never it. been like, get hammered! Yeah. Oh, it's drunk! Get drunk quick! It's like, no. I get drunk when I feel like getting drunk.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? And not because it's a day. Yep. You know what I often get drunk? You know what's weird... We often get the band back together, the biggest drinking day of the year for oh us. Oh, God,
1: I hate those days.
0: Easter weekend.
1: Easter weekend! I don't know why. What about that Oh, the, that is true, because it's a long weekend, right? Right, and it's in springtime, so we're yeah. kind of feeling it.
0: I don't know what it is about it, the death and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that makes <laughs> us want to go and get shit-faced. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I don't scary know, time. Solemn time, it's yeah. be Jesus? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, maybe because uh, Easter's kind of like a family holiday and, oh, and don't you don't have, have a family, family.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's probably and i am easily able to convince jason lamb to abandon his, his family, family yeah. Yeah. he's
1: like oh it's family weekend i gotta get out of here <laughs> no, i'm
0: kidding <laughs> um i'm with the lambo we probably won't have a pod next week <sighs> okay except unless let me toss this out to our faithful pj partiers if you listen to this podcast what would you rather have and jen you tell me what would you rather have too The podcast is you and I together. I understand Mm -hmm. that. And that's the best part of it. But in these weeks, these increasingly more and more weeks when I have to go and fill in for Dylan, would you rather just not have a pod or would you rather have a pod where it's less like one break from Jason and I, one break from you by yourself back and forth? Yeah. Or should we just skip it for the week? I what feel like think? my
1: show is so weak without you. Stop, it's <laughs> no, not. It's, seriously. I listen to your show, it's It's way great. more fun when you're there.
0: It's way more fun with you, obviously, too. I wouldn't yeah. do one with just me solo. But you've got good stuff. We but could go you back and, Jason and forth. Jason
1: could do the pod for a week. That'll be fun.
0: Oh my God, Jason is a fucking maniac. <laughs> Working with him. We talk about it in this pod. Him and I have been fighting over a bottle of Sriracha. Mm-hmm. And... Um, People were on my side when Dylan confronted him last week on the morning show. It went to the tune of like, "Hey Lambo, you're a bad sharer," and Lan- Jason's just like, "Paul's always in here taking my sriracha sauce." Oh. Buh, buh, buh. Yeah. He's the worst. And then people were on my side. Evidently, they were texting Dylan and saying, ah, "Condiments are fair game." You know, I was oh, like, come okay. on, Lambo, just share your condiments with Plastino. But the What's thing the about
1: work? that is that it was on his desk, like it's his personal stash. Yes, it it's is. not in the lunchroom. I know. So. But that's, that's why I like it, it. Is because you get to sneak over there, grab the sriracha <laughs> and then put it back. And now there's like nothing left in the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> but I take so little of it, such oh, a tiny every percentage. Every day though, every day that adds uh, up, you know?
0: So that's why I've now bought a full extra large bottle of sriracha for us to share. You did? Yeah, that's, that's very my nice. contribution. But it'll last with how little sriracha I use, you see me mm-hmm. two or three driplets at a time on a whole hardballed egg a day. Mm-hmm. That's my contribution for the next 30 years. That's got me good. Right. But for some reason, when I confronted him on the morning show, people came at me so hard. Oh, no. The messages were like so good Fuck you Paul Put his Russia back Fuck you When's Dylan back Fuck you Plastina People were so mad at me I don't know why
1: Because you're not usually On the mornings right So you're coming in there You're going in there And making fun And being me into The person who they listen to Every single morning And love so dearly Right And they're like Who is this Paul guy I don't listen in the afternoon Yeah Who is this guy (laughs) I couldn't believe How mad people were I looked back on the messages You're right Yeah
0: When's Dylan back Yep. That's when people ask the barb. That's like a real shank right in the it's side. It's not saying
1: that, like, I don't want you there. It's just, I'm just going to put it in your brain that I want Dylan back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like,
0: oh Come on, you guys. Well, it's it's not, I don't want to drag my ass out of bed at 430 in the morning.
1: Well, it's funny because um, when you're not there in the afternoons, people are always like either dead silent because they stop listening. No. Or they're just like when's Paul back and they call and they're like hi is Paul there I'm like no and they're like okay never mind bye no
0: no that is not the case that's one person who's hounding me for Royals tickets if I just leave you with my season's tickets they'll love you as well just as much well great to be back with you kid yeah
1: it's good to be back I think that it just makes sense we kind of like stir things up when we're we're not together in the station so (laughs) we really do
0: Um, it would be great to hear from anyone who listens to this podcast and yeah what would you want would you just take a Week off or the back and forth or whatever. It's I don't know. Send us a, um, an email, uh, Paul at the zone.fm, Jenny at the zone.fm, or just let us know what you like or don't like about this podcast at any point when you're listening to oh, it. Yeah. You know, you can massage it to be like that for you. Yep. Massage it. Thanks so much for listening. Lots of fun stuff this week. All right, friends. Yeah. Okay, now I saw this for the first time, but apparently you're on it. You're on Tidying Up, yeah? On Netflix? Yep. Marie Kondo, this adorable woman, comes into your house, and these people who... I just watched the trailer. I didn't watch Mm. any of the episodes, but she comes in your house, and people are living in a mess, and she helps them tidy their lives up. These people are hoarders. No, they're not. Practically, right? No, they're not. It looks like a lot of mess going on.
1: No, okay, so there are some that is a little bit more extreme than others, but then there are also ones who are just regular family that just have like cluttered closets Mm -hmm. and have a lot of clothing that's just keeping, like just keeps on piling up and no good way to store things. Um, So then it causes a bunch of clutter, not necessarily hoarders, but regular people.
0: Right. So have you watched the show?
1: I have. You like it? I love it. Mm. I've been watching it for the last few days and it is inspiring me to get rid of all of my things. Really? And I think a lot of people are doing the same. I saw like a a Twitter feed that was just people showing the piles and piles of clothing that Mm. they're just getting rid of because it doesn't spark joy for them.
0: That's your thing, right? Does this spark joy? If it doesn't spark joy in your life, you need to get rid.
1: Get rid of it. My rule before was if I haven't worn something in a year or haven't used something in a year, then yeah. I'll get rid.
0: You got that from Oprah. Did I? Yeah, I remember Oprah saying it back in like the 1990s.
1: Oh, all I remember Oprah doing is giving away cars.
0: Yeah, and bees. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Okay, cool. Well, I'm going to watch this show. I'm excited. I'm here for this. Yes. As you know, you know, <laughs> I said to you, oh, I could really use the show, and you're like, you don't own anything, anyways, because I live pretty Spartanly. As you it do, is. yeah, yeah. But I still feel like, yeah, my closets are full of crap and crud. Mm. I got to get rid of a bunch of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: you're just gonna have an empty apartment at the end of all this. Good. Finally, at peace.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, you got me on the um, searching for like used things on like Virage and Facebook Marketplace and everything. I was not into that. Oh yeah. Before I met you, I was just like, here's my money, have it all, whatever, no, 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 from a no, store. No. So now I'm looking right now for like a used couch. Right. I want a really nice used couch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, well, my experience that I'm finding is that like these couches are still like over $1,000 on these used places.
1: Uh, that shouldn't be the case.
0: If I $1,000, I would just go to the store and just put it down and get a brand new couch. Yeah. On these marketplace, these secondhand places, is people trying to sell their couches. I don't care if you paid $2,500 from this thing from Chinson Company or wherever, these like Mm -hmm. urban barn or wherever these really high-end couch places are, you can't charge me $1,000 for a used couch. Once you farted into something, Mm -hmm. that's it. That
1: thing is worth $500 tops. Yeah, sweated on it, you know, maybe slept on it. It's like like a mattress, right? You spend a lot of time on a couch. You don't necessarily want to be spending $1,000 on a used mattress. So I find it's pretty similar to that.
0: So where do these people get off? Also, I, um, I, just think
1: that, I just think that there should be a rule like 500 yeah. is the tops for a used couch.
0: Well, it's so interesting you say that. Like to mm. your point, you would n- almost never buy a used mattress. No. Oh, I would never. Oh, well, oh, I, I, would. I have actually. <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: From someone I knew.
0: Okay. But so rarely. Yeah. Whereas everyone's buying a used couch all the time. Mm-hmm. You do everything you would do on a bed on a couch. Mm-hmm. Be honest, everybody, right now. All the stuff you're doing, all the stuff, you would just do it on the couch.
1: Oh, boy. Well, if you have a used couch, Paul's in the market. (laughs) Send your photos to us.
0: $500 tops.
1: Tops. Reading today that today is uh, divorce day. Well, it's deemed divorce day, uh, January 7th, or at least around this time. It's the Monday after the big holidays, after the new year. Right. Uh, Because I guess people don't want to, you know, muck up their holidays, which is already stressful with filing for divorce. So there are the most divorces filed on this day today, January 7th. So congratulations if you're getting a divorce. Happy uh, new future.
0: (laughs) Happy new future. (laughs) Why even wait this long? What, did you break up before Christmas, then you save yourself a gift.
1: Yeah, people don't like to break up right before Christmas, because ah. then that comes like a sad tale. Like, it was right before the holidays. Right. And they filed for divorce. Um, but I've been noticing that a lot of people are getting divorce parties or having divorce parties. Right. And uh, different things that usually are seen as like a negative thing are being celebrated, which I'm really into. I love it. Yeah, vasectomy parties.
0: Yes. Loving Come that. Come say goodbye to my Vans Deferens or whatever. Yes, it is. yes. exactly. Uh-huh.
1: I actually went to a hysterectomy party on Friday.
0: How was that?
1: It was incredible. It was the best party I've been to. It was at the Capitol Ballroom yeah. for uh, a woman named Morgan. Who does a lot of work in the community for festivals and roller derby? And she oh, is- she's in here
0: all the time. All the time. When we're chatting with Eves of Destruction, she's often in here.
1: Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So she had a just terrible year battling cervical cancer, wow. uh, which led her to get a hysterectomy at 27 years old. And instead of you know being sad about it, she's made it into this incredible positive movement, raised money for Island Sexual Health, wow. very posse as well, and it was just the most incredible event.
0: Everything that used to be like, oh, this is bad. This is bad. This is happening Mm -hmm. to me. Like, I'm sad I'm getting a hysterectomy. I'm sad I'm getting a divorce, whatever. That's just life. And there's no shame anymore. And just, that's what happens. So why not celebrate every new stage of your life?
1: Exactly. I love that. I was reading an alarming study today that the earth is losing animal species at 1,000 to 10,000 times the natural rate. And they're saying that it's likely by 2050 that we may lose as many as 30 to 50 percent of the species on the planet. Ha, that's scary numbers.
0: That is scary. That's such a shame. Mm -hmm. Um, We were talking about this in the lunchroom earlier today and uh, our sales manager comes in. And he's like, you know what else is going extinct in 2018? The truth. I tell you this, Trump guy, right? (laughs) And so it was like a funny comment, but it kind of got us thinking. Mm -hmm. And so we got the truth on the phone. Paul gained back all the weight he lost last year over the holidays. Okay. I don't know why we need to make this about me right away. Uh, Look it. I I get it. The truth. You feel like you're under attack all over the world. Uh, You want to strike back. Is that it? Jenny has untainable body odor, even with men's deodorant.
1: No, 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 it's fine. I smell good. I smell fine. I smell spicy. But but let's get back to the truth here, because we are hearing that the truth has gone extinct in 2018. Is this true? Listen, guys, I'm the truth. I'm an abstract concept. I'm reality on reality's terms. That's not something that can really go extinct, but, yeah, sure. Oh, by the way, Jenny cried during Crossroads, the Britney Spears movie.
2: And Paul hasn't cried in years because... He's broken.
1: Uh, it's a sad movie when because yeah, she was trying to totally. get for her dreams. You know, and like, I've done enough crying in my life. I have really some sadness and careers. I'm pushing
0: down. Okay, that's not your it's business. Not, actually, it's not
1: a big <laughs> deal. And I think she's great. Uh,
0: you know what? The truth. Yeah, you're important and everything. But maybe this is why you're going extinct.
1: You're kind of an asshole. Yeah. Have you ever heard of something called tact? That's why they call me the hard truth.
0: You know what? Thank you for your time. Please, you know, maybe you'd be better off talking to some like real journalist or something. So g- goodbye for now. That's where you belong. Oh, boy.
1: Yeah. Damn, that truth hurts. But I, uh, I think I think I needed that.
0: Yeah. It's hard, but important. Maybe we should try and keep it off the endangered species list.
1: OK, I do like Britney Spears. I am broken. <laughs> the
0: Afternoon Zone. When to talk and when to listen.
1: You should take that advice, eh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. With Jenny and Paul.
1: I'm sure you've heard about the pipeline protests that have been going on today. It all started Mm -hmm. at noon. And to kind of give us some more details about that, here is Art Aronson.
2: Art Aronson reports. started at the B.C. Legislature. And uh, it moved from there. There's like several hundred people, like close to 200 people, I would say. Oh, wow. And it's all because of a protest that's really happening in northern BC because of this LNG project, an expansion of a pipeline that's already there that the Canadian government has approved. And uh, First Nations say they have not given permission to the Canadian government to continue with the expansion of this pipeline. The Canadian government, of course, disagrees. And there's preliminary work starting and there is there's like international protests planned, like protests in the United States, oh, wow. protests wow. across Canada. Uh, Trudeau is hearing about it out there in Ottawa today and yeah. it's uh, yeah so it's not just happening here but this is a rather big protest it started yesterday with First Nations occupying an area near uh, Houston BC where work is being done on the pipeline 14 people were arrested and uh, First Nations say it's it's only going to get worse they're not going to live this one down
1: yeah so what do you think is going to happen in the next couple days here it's a good
2: question I think there's going to be more and more protests yeah. and there they won't they won't be silenced on this one because this is this is a big project and this is like big territory so Mm. and they're all banding together so it's interesting though we got this canadian government that says that they're all for reconciliation and you know and then you got you know these projects that are going through without consent and it's
1: the opposite of that yeah
0: Yeah. i'm uh i'm all about these first nations out there you know standing up for their Rights and their land and all that. I'm loving that this story is as prominent as it is when I listen to the news, and I'm loving that there was that many people down there at the protest fighting
1: for what they believe in and yes. what they were promised. This yeah.
0: has this one story has kind of got all of Canada's spiciest issues all mixed mm-hmm. into it. It's like this is pipelines. You say this is First Nations reconciliation yep. altogether. This is practically Canadian contentious issue bingo right now.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> all in one
0: thing going on. Yeah,
1: yeah, something so. that we need to. Keep a close eye on for sure. Totally. What do you think is going to happen here in Victoria? Do you think it's going to wrap up, or you were saying that? Well, I thought, only, I thought it was only.
2: I thought it was only going to be like half an hour in front of the VC Legislature and right. maybe a little bit into downtown. But yeah, it's moving. It went up Douglas Street, then I took a right on Ford, I guess, up there. Uh, so it's. Uh, I think it'll disperse here in the afternoon at some point. But uh, yeah, they want to make a point here.
1: Well, thank you, Art. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. You got it.
2: Art Tarranson reports.
1: The Coachella lineup, which kind of used to be uh, the compass of like what is popular in music, interesting. Um, well, it probably it still is. Oh yeah, I to think this so. day it still is. Um, but uh, the the uh, lineup came out, which is Childish Gambino, Tame Impala, Ariana Grande, a whole bunch of people. I have no idea who they are.
0: I like the joke that's going around saying that uh, I am. Knowing only the biggest font of Coachella artists years old. Same. That's what, the, right? That's yeah. what that is. I know, I know. I also saw someone put up a comparison of the lineup in uh, 1999 versus <gasps> this year. Okay. In 1999, you know who headlined Coachella? It was acts like Beck, the Chemical Brothers, <laughs> Morrissey, Perry Farrell, Rage Against the Machine, Tool, wow. Ben Harper, Moby. Like rock was way more represented than it is nowadays.
1: Exactly.
0: But that's, I think, what's popular. That's not to say, like, Coachella's changed, man. It's like, oh, no, no, popular music tastes have changed.
1: Exactly. And I I think that's, yeah, what's really frustrating people right now is that rock is kind of being pushed aside. Or rock artists are now making pop music.
0: What was the point you were making? Is it like, you get... You get one song that gets a bunch of plays on YouTube, and that's it. You're famous, and you get to headline Coachella now.
1: Yeah, so it's not about albums anymore. It's about singles, and a lot of these artists, um, a few of them, uh, don't even have an album out. They just have a few singles and are already on, like, the second line of headliners, which is pretty crazy how quickly that can happen these days.
0: Let me say two quick things about Coachella. One, Idris Elba is playing there as a DJ. Did you know that? What? The actor Idris Elba. He goes as... DJ Big Driz.
1: Whoa, <laughs> yeah, I had no like, idea. And he's Sweet. playing,
0: Yeah, and number two, um, uh, they announced that both weekends are going to be live streamed this year. Okay. And I know it's one thing for us to be sitting here going like, blah, 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 Coachella. Like, yeah. what percentage of people listening do you think are going to actually make the road trip no, down? Like, almost exactly. none, right?
1: But it is fun to watch. And it's also interesting to talk about. Where music yes, is right now true. in the industry, yeah.
0: But I would recommend highly, like dial up the YouTube,
1: mm-hmm. put it on
0: the house, and just go about your business the weekends of Coachella, and you'll see some pretty interesting performances from maybe people you didn't even know about. And then, of course, Watch Childish Gambino take the main stage in yeah. Tammy Uh
1: One of the artists playing, though, is Weezer, a rock band. I know them. <laughs> So I was looking online and uh, this article has been being shared because people are very surprised that this job exists. Right now there is a need for people to um, move bodies. And by that, I mean like corpses. Okay. So if you think if there's ever, you know, a death in the news, who is that person who actually goes in there and m- transport the transports the body to the places it needs to go for testing and for all the other things. Yeah. that's a real job. Right. And someone actually here in the office yeah. has been that person before for four years and immediately you think oh my gosh who would ever want to do that but I mean the pay is not bad 25 bucks an hour. That's okay. You are on call for 24 hours a day though so it could be in the middle of the night you get a phone call and you have to go. Yes. Um. What are your thoughts on this?
0: I don't think I could ever do it, ever, ever. No. Well, okay. Best case scenario is yeah. like the person has just died. Mm-hmm. Right. This is morbid, Jen. Yeah. Like, I'm
1: sorry for bringing this up, but it's just <laughs> it's been shared a lot, and I want to discuss it.
0: I know. Okay. You go to the place, and let's say the person has just died, and even that can be like messy. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people are sad. Maybe. Okay, that's best case scenario. Yeah. What about those cases where like?
1: Yeah. It's I've,
0: out in the wild. hmm Or, you know, you're dealing with nature and whatever doing an impact on a dead person's body. Like, a person gets gross pretty quick when I, they die.
1: I think that that person should probably get paid a little bit more than $25 <laughs> an hour, first yes. of all. But I do have to say a good thing, and this is what uh, the person who works here said about that job. It really gave them an interesting perspective on life and how special it is. So there is something positive about it.
0: That's what you're thinking, is that, like, if you were to do this job.
1: Yeah. I would probably appreciate death a little bit more.
0: I go and, like, attend a funeral or something, Jenny. Like, you
1: know what I mean? Like, I don't think
0: you have to be hauling dead bodies to appreciate life.
1: No, it's an interesting thought, though. I never thought, like, that position actually exists, but it does, and people do that.
0: And there's a shortage of people to do it now. So
1: if that's something you're interested in, BC is looking for that
0: get that bread good for you
1: dj brian boytano so happy that you're back with us i'm happy too how was your time off
0: it felt a lot longer than it really should have been as oh. you know because i i came in here on the wednesday so like i think the second yeah and it felt like the office was already super busy mm-hmm. and i was like oh nobody's still in vacation mode oh okay and then i you know Every now and then, I would clear out my emails. Yeah. And like, it would be like Thursday. And I'd think, nah, I'm probably not going to get a lot of emails. And I got a lot of emails. And I was like, yeah, maybe I should have gone back a little bit
1: earlier than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It was, but, uh, no one was really putting in the effort. People were here, but was there effort?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Is there really any
1: effort? Oh, uh, yeah.
0: Um, Remember when Christmas used to be like, you get to leave five minutes early, like Bob Cratchit left five minutes early on Christmas Eve, if yeah. Mister Scrooge was in a good mood. <laughs> yeah. And then you got like those twenty-four hours not to work, but you had to spend two of those hours in church. Yeah. And then it was Boxing Day; it wasn't such a thing. You were right back to work like normal. Right. That used to be Christmas. Yep.
1: And now it's now slower it's like slower. oh, I was in on the seventh, but are people really working?
0: Who knows? Am I back to normal? Is it like Christmas still going? Yeah. yeah. This is like that insane week between Christmas and New Year's, which has become a thing now that no one goes back to work. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now
1: it's like, oh, we're only a week and a half into the new year. <laughs> do really start to, have to just respond to these emails. January in general just doesn't exist anymore. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, for sure. We're happy you're back. I'm mm-hmm. happy to be
0: back to you. Well, I'm looking forward to making a triumphant return back to the Save On Foods Memorial Center tonight with your Victoria Royals. Right. Uh, I'm a little nervous, actually, to walk back in there after the World Juniors and everything. Why
1: are you nervous? Well,
0: what if the, the team that I work with is just like... We're circa your baloney, plus, you know. Oh, no. We had a real, you know, it was like this girl came in from Toronto or somewhere to <gasps> do my job.
1: Really? Was she good? I bet she was. <sighs>
0: she was good. Yeah, she was good.
1: Didn't you want that job?
0: No, I wanted three weeks off. Oh. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know. now, But now, I'm going to go back there, and what if they're just like, well, that's not the way Becca did it. I don't know her name, but oh, maybe it was no. Becca. That's not the way Becca did it, right? And no. I'm just like, uh.
1: You're pretty good at yelling into a microphone, though, so. (laughs) You. Yeah.
0: Sorry, did you tell me that you used that twinning app and then it told you that you look like a baby hippo? Is that true?
1: Yeah, I thought it was supposed to, like, show you what celebrity you look like. Are you taking a photo of me right now? I'm
0: going to take a little uh, Instagram video, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, so I went and got this app because everyone was posting about this, and you take a picture of yourself. Yeah. And then it matches you up with your celebrity lookalike. And, and uh, was? A hippo. A hippo. A hippo. I could see it. A hippo. I could absolutely see it's it. It's supposed to show me a celebrity. And it said I look like an animal. A plump <laughs> animal. What does that mean?
0: It's just about your little cute face, your little pink face. Fa- have you seen a baby hippo? Yes, they're adorable. They're
1: cute, they're but they're cute. an animal.
0: With your little black eyes and your little chubby pink f- cheeks. You look like a baby hippo. Be cool. It's nice. Thank you. It's a compliment.
1: (laughs) What do you look like? You need to do it. Do you look like a hippo too?
0: No, I look like Pete from Goof Troop sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) That's the terrible truth of it.
1: (laughs) Hi, I was doing uh, the Knowledge Bomb today. It was about uh, the Consumer Electronics Show that happens in Las Vegas. This is an event... That kind of shows what's coming up in technology in the next few years. What's the new, innovative, like, wacky things that are coming out in the tech industry. And the one that caught my attention the most is the Foldy Mate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're a maniac because I'll let you explain what that is in a sec. The one that caught my eye the most was they've got, like, a, a mountain climbing robot That can go into the mountains and save people who are stranded there. Saving lives. That's the one I thought like, oh, wow, good, great technology to our benefit. Saving
1: lives. Now,
0: go ahead. Explain what this stupid robot that you love is.
1: So this robot is about the size of like, actually probably double the size of a fax machine. Uh It's $980. It's coming out at the end of 2019 and it folds your laundry for you. (laughs) What are you drinking?
0: Soda pop. Are you legit?
1: Yeah, I'm serious. Okay, I've never been able to get into the routine of cleaning up my laundry. Once it's clean, I leave it in a basket, and yeah. it just, like, piles over onto my floor. I can't remember the last time I put away my laundry. It's a problem. And this, I, I would never have $980 to spend on that. But...
0: Your birthday's coming up.
1: Can you get me that for my birthday? Sure. Or hire someone for me who can fold my laundry? I want to come it be over... cheaper.
0: I want to come over to your house and, like just teach you how to Zen out and fold your laundry. Like I want to no. be your own personal Marie Kondo and I don't have the little special way that she does it on that right. Netflix tidying up show of yeah. like folding your laundry, but I can show you just like how nice it is. You just attack the pile of laundry, put it away. You'll feel good. Put some music on Zen out, get, get out of that mindset. You know,
1: what's even more Zen than that is taking your beautifully clean laundry and then just dumping it into a machine and then having it clean with a matter of minutes.
0: And folded and put away? That's what the robot does? Oh, yeah. Insane.
1: It's beautiful.
0: Oh, you do that with people, Jenny. Oh, <laughs>
1: uh, what? Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, so there is a story about uh, this robot that's coming out in the end of 2019 that is a laundry folding robot, which I love, but Paul yeah. doesn't give a root or a toot about it. No. Nah,
0: it's fun to fold your laundry, it feels nice. And it's so no. zen, it's just like, mm, it's no, calming.
1: No. no, I hate it. Go
0: through, fold the socks, match the socks up, <laughs> hang the socks, <sighs> wait till you find found the other match. <sighs> That's wait. the worst part. Mm, I love it.
1: Oh, man. But I was thinking, like, what else is something that you hate that you would love a robot for? And I was thinking, like, scrubbing the shower. I don't like doing that.
0: It's my most hated chore.
1: Yeah, I really, I really dislike that.
0: I had one, a robot that did that. You. Well, kind of. Like a Roomba for your shower? Kind of it was. <gasps> it was this thing that you hung on the shower head. It was like full of uh, like really astringent chemicals. And then once you got out of the shower, you like press the button and it gave you a little countdown. And then it did like a 360 spray <gasps> of your whole shower with this, like these scrubbing bubbles things. And then it would like slowly seep down your walls and would like keep do a pretty decent job, actually, of keeping your shower like relatively scuzz free. That's pretty cool. It was good. It was a good little robot. But I like, didn't do a that good of a job. Yeah, that's I, not that good. Roombas aren't that good. Oh. So that's why like I pay a person to come and clean my house for me now.
1: Oh my gosh. So I'm you do saying,
0: that? Yeah, I hate I hate scrubbing the shower. Same yeah. thing. So I just pay a person to do it for me. Same with the Roomba. Roomba does a decent job. All right, well the person cleans my house.
1: Oh, he does a better job.
0: These yeah. robots, you know, you're gonna get a robot to stop saying it like that. to, to, to <laughs> fold your laundry. It's not gonna do that good of a job. You're just going to have to convince your boyfriend to do it for you.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Same like, uh, okay, you asked me like, what's the chore? What's the thing you would like a robot to do for you?
1: You got to stop with the robot.
0: And I was like, oh, working out. (laughs) Right?
1: Didn't they have those? Those, they like, did. shaker machines that I, well, would just shake you until you lost weight?
0: I've had all these <laughs> things. I've, had, I've tried all these machines. <laughs> really? Well, what it was was a belt that you would wear yeah. around your abs, and then it would, like, send electric shocks into your abs.
1: Oh, that... So you would
0: just lay there and get shocked into good shape into having six-pack abs. Okay. And guess what? What? It didn't work. No. It's a stupid it thing. Made these f- robots don't work.
1: And it made me feel a little bit better about the uh, laundry robot that I really want.
0: But I've tried all these things, and they're <laughs> all stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The CRD is thinking about ending payouts for uh, farmers whose sheep or goats get killed by marauding packs of dogs. Where? In the Capital Regional District, like around. I know, you don't think about the urban farmer or the, the rural parts of our community, but they exist and they've got sheep. And marauding packs of dogs can be a problem. Oh, sure, not as much as in days gone by, but they're still out there, and they're still marauding, and they'll kill your sheep and goats. Oh, sure, they will. Yeah, oh, yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. I was thinking maybe some wolves. Mm -hmm. Does that count? Is that in the category? Coyotes. We don't really have coyotes here.
0: Yeah, because how it works currently is that if you're a farmer and your sheep gets killed, you can go to the CRD and be like some marauding pack of dog. I uh, killed this sheep. Can I have some money now, please? Oh! But are they going to go out there and be like, oh, I don't think so. This is a wolf. This is the work of a wolf or a coyote. How would you know? How would you know, it's right? Interesting. So anyways, they're thinking about stopping this. But what I find very interesting about this whole thing is that, did you know when your, your dog license is actually where they get the money to pay out these farmers for dog kills?
1: I had no idea.
0: When you go and get frufrums? your cute so golden
1: Fludel, yeah the dog that's a real thing
0: when you get them a little tag on the collar so we can't run around on dallas road without it or else he's gonna get in trouble the money from that goes to reimbursing farmers for their dead sheep and goats because of marauding packs of dogs
1: interesting i did not know that i'm sure it goes to other things too right <laughs> it's not just all for that
0: i think it's just that, <laughs> I think it's just that. and repainting fire hydrants <laughs>
1: I was reading this really incredible story from Vancouver about a couple who lost their dog. Uh, So what happened is uh, the boyfriend had uh, a seizure, has epilepsy, and they were out walking their dog without a leash, and the dog panicked and ran away. So the dog was missing for months, and they heard about this thing called Pet Detectives. (laughs) I didn't know this was a real thing. I thought it was just kind of, you know. A joke thing but yeah. this is a real person that you can hire and then they will find your dog by using like bloodhound dogs and like getting a whole bunch of different like clues and things what but it's like four thousand dollars to get a pet detective but they were able to find the dog in a matter of weeks seriously yeah
0: wow
1: i had no idea a pet detective exists and now i want to look into becoming one you what would one need that. do you need law do you need A good nose? (laughs) I think, yeah, you need access to bloodhounds,
0: probably. (laughs) And uh, then, you know, if you were a real detective and you had those type of skills, that would probably be helpful. Well, of course this is a real thing. You think they just invented this for Ace Ventura Peck
1: Detective? Yeah, I thought so, but no, it's a real thing. We keep that in mind.
0: Good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a fun... (laughs) It's <laughs> a fun career choice for it you. It is. Yeah. So now all I'm thinking about is Ace Ventura, and I'm reading about it. Mm-hmm. Did you know that originally Rick Moranis was supposed to play Ace Ventura? He is uh, one of the two from Bob and Doug McKenzie.
1: Oh, he's, okay. Um,
0: he's uh, the guy from down the hall in Ghostbusters.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, that would have been good.
0: Yeah. And and then also he pulled out of it to play uh, Barney Rubble in the live action Flintstones movie. But then, hmm? do you know who was up
1: for the role of Ace Ventura? Who did?
0: Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, I love Whoopi. Me too. And it's just weird to think of anybody other than Jim Carrey to be an Ace Ventura, right? He was
1: pretty perfect for that role.
0: They were even thinking a year or so ago to reboot Ace Ventura.
1: Oh. And
0: have someone else be the pet. No. Okay, but, no, hear me out. I'm okay with this because right now all we think is like Ace Ventura, all righty then, and crazy hair, and it's it's Jim Carrey, right? What if we focused now your story about a real life pet detective mm-hmm. the fact that we can get away from jim carrey what if we focused on like a real life pet detective doing real life things not just a joke movie full of jokes about the miami dolphins
1: that sounds good because i love those videos of pets being reunited with their owners yes. and if it was just a compilation of that sign me up i'm in
0: i think a netflix documentary series oh maybe. yes one of the big moments from the Globe and Globes last night that everyone was really enjoying is how, in um, a bit of a, like a tongue in cheek political statement, Christian Bale thanked Satan for the inspiration <laughs> in his award he won uh, for playing Dick Cheney in this movie, Vice, which I'm stoked to see. I think I'm going to yeah, see it tomorrow night. I
1: think I will see it as well. Yeah, tomorrow for I, sure.
0: I love Christian Bale, the way he can lose himself. I heard about this movie is like you're watching it and all of a sudden. He just evaporates completely, and all you're watching is Dick Cheney, so that's Whoa. why he won this award. Um, so everyone's loving anything. Satan, uh, the church of Satan, <laughs> Satanism or whoever it is, right, um, <laughs> said that there was a totally appropriate and fitting, and uh, they tweeted about it. And then at the end, they're just like, hail Christian." Hail Satan.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) I thought they always
0: just toss a Hail Satan in there as well at the end of their Twitter posts.
1: I wonder what the actual Satan's reaction would be like. Hmm. We now join
0: Satan in the pits of hell. (laughs) Hell's bells. bells. What a day. So much to do. Really got to focus on getting these torturing the souls of the damned numbers up. Got to spawn a new species of winged demon. Busy, busy, busy. Uh,
1: excuse me, your Dark Lordiness? Yes? I've
0: got a message for you here from Earth. Earth? Oh, is it more interesting in me since the Sabrina the Teenage Witch reboot? No,
1: it's from the Golden Globes. Oh, wow,
0: okay, yeah, let's hear it.
1: Christian Bale says thanks for the help.
0: He won for his role Dick Cheney in the movie Vice. No way! That's so nice! Nobody ever thanks me! His
2: agency also brought some flowers!
0: Oh my god, so thoughtful. Where are they?
2: Uh they uh burnt up immediately as soon as they entered hell. Good. Fuck flowers. is mm-hmm. not here.
1: <laughs>
2: Paul's not here. He'll be he'll be here later.
1: He'll be here. <laughs> Should I say he just ran out of the room and just said, I had a pork chop that was undercooked, and that was it. So, oh, okay. <laughs> you can make
0: your own conclusions
1: from that. <laughs> I hope he's okay. I think he'll... Yeah, anyway, um, Paul's back, I should mention. I should say How it. are you feeling? Good. That's good. Why? And then we also heard Royal Blood <laughs> figure it out. We had red hot chili peppers in there. I wonder if that was one of the... Uh,
0: Chili? Yeah, chili peppers. Was
1: that the problem that was happening?
0: I see. I see what you saying. Was it the chili peppers? No. I've been cooking for myself a lot lately. It's a bit of a resolution, (laughs) okay? And I ate some undercooked pork last night. Big whoop. I got tired of waiting for it to cook, so I just ate it. Uh-oh. Oh. (laughs) Oh. That's a hard thing. For someone who's not trained in culinary arts, when do you eat it?
1: When's it done? But then you don't want to overdo it either. Exactly. Where's the line? Too
0: dry. That's right. Too dry, burnt. Cooked all the way through. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, okay, lean on the undercooked all the time because I usually <laughs> have a pretty strong resolution and constitution. It, oh. Not today.
1: Not today. All right. Paul Blasino has been sending me unsolicited duck picks. Easy on Facebook. does it
0: there, <laughs> Buckaroo. You sent me an unsolicited duck pic first. You started it.
1: You started it. I Check didn't the thread. Start it? Check the thread. No, I sent you a a link and you sent me a duck pic. Yeah. It's a cute little duck flying in the in the air. Do you I know like what?
0: It. It's funny Is like you search duck pics, it's tough to get a really majestic and good-looking duck. Mhm. Ducks aren't that good-looking.
1: Yes, they are. They're nah. adorable. Nah, nah. Oh, I love ducks the way they waddle and shake their feathers. I think and they're so Compared to other
0: birds like a um, goose is more majestic. No!
1: Yes. You're wrong. Ducks uh,
0: are better. You go. Really? You think ducks okay, are a bit more majestic not, than we're, geese?
1: We're not getting into a debate on what kind of bird is better, but I do enjoy ducks. And yes, why, we are. Why Text in right guy?
0: now. What's oh a more majestic God. bird? We got ducks or geese? Geese are mean. What? Yeah, they're mean, but they're better looking. That's so true! A cobra is mean, it will spit and bite you, but it's a better looking okay. snake than a gardener snake. Let's get back to Text what right we were now. talking Text in right now, what's better, about? a goose or a duck? Better looking, okay, go ahead. Okay, yes.
1: okay. the reason I, we were starting to send duck pics to each other is because on Twitter right now, museums around the world are sending each other duck pics and trying to outdo each other and it's been incredible to watch. Oh. Yeah, um, if you haven't already, go on Twitter and check out all the BCs that have been sharing their duck pics, like <laughs> old ancient duck um
0: <laughs> yeah
1: black and white ducks uh trains that are named duck um really cool other things as well so definitely go into that i'm sad to see though that the royal bc museum is not a part of it yet okay i'm hoping to get them on board mm. i also should mention that uh, the royal bc museum right now is doing donation days the community oh, days nice. so you can get in there just by donation and that goes until tomorrow so if you are going take some photos of ducks in there and get them on on board with us
0: totally that's so good in fact you can just pop my computer up real quick here and i got some audio that's related to the museum yeah.
1: No, nope. that's a coagulator. We have some hot duck talk.
0: This is outrageous <laughs> to me. Um,
1: are people just taking your
0: side because they like you more than me? Okay. If that's the case, I have a easier time believing that than this many zoners think that ducks are more majestic than geese.
1: Okay. What? Ducks are a nicer creature, I think. I think geese get a bad rep because they hiss and they, they hiss attack and people. They attack where I've never they... seen a duck... Hiss and attack someone, but so I'm sure it has happened. But they're not really known for that. At. But
0: they're boring. They look, it's like they're kind. Oh, they've got colors on them. So what? You're not. You're telling me that like the majestic Canada goose flying mm. in formation in the V's. That's more majestic, better looking than a bunch of ducks just quacking around. Oh no,
1: no, they're living a good
0: quack, life. Quack! Uh, do you have any bread? Do you have any bread? Always oh, the ducks begging for bread. Geese don't beg for bread. They're out there oh, making their own sure way through don't. life. Majestic. It's three times as many people think that ducks are better than geese. Is that
1: right? We had yeah about what forty different text messages come in. They're still coming in right now. People it's a are lot. are uh, really fighting for the ducks.
0: That's great. I don't get it.
1: Thanks for being on my side. Thanks for believing in ducks. Ugh.
0: Go and Google some hot duck pics, and I'll tell you, you will be surprised at how boring they are.
1: Send your friend a duck pic. Send your friend a duck pic. Send some joy. And then and
0: just also just Google majestic Canada goose. Just see how that comes up. For you. All right. All right. Our uh, text line is uh, nice and hot. There's the smoke coming off of it. Thanks to the, <laughs> uh, the contentious issue. What is better and more majestic geese or ducks? Finally, some zoners were siding with me. Oh, if it's a majestic thing, clearly Canada geese are better. In the majesty department, When's the last time you ever saw a statue of a duck? Never. Geese get a hard rap because of their hissing and their pooping everywhere.
1: Yeah, well, like, look at this uh, beautiful poem that Hannah sent in. Yes, please. It says, he's beauty, he's grace, he will not hiss in your face, and they're a majestic photo of a duck.
0: Majestic's a stretch. I'm so Isn't majestic. That, look that at the
1: coloring waddling. of that duck.
0: Waddle Three. action.
1: Today in our jock meeting, there was uh, an issue that was brought up. Everyone was very excited uh, to talk about and and just happy for Jason for getting angry at Paul for taking food.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, this seems to be a, a thing that happens a lot between us and the morning show. Okay.
0: Can you play the audio? I want to defend myself. Okay. I want to just defend exa- right to what Jason had said to, about me this morning. If the owners were listening to The Morning Zone this morning, they were treated to Jason Lamb. Corumphing all over me okay okay i just want to just respond directly to him go ahead okay go ahead. okay you have a sharing so I'm, problem i'm supposed to buy sriracha sauce for two people now because paul can't go and buy it from a store pause pause it pause pause right there okay number one well number one with this sriracha borrowing this is the only other thing i ever borrow from jason is sriracha sauce jen have you ever watched me use sriracha i am a little baby when it comes to cock sauce it's too spicy for me it's just I'm a little baby. Okay. Tomato sauce I eat it and I'm just like uh, it's spicy. Okay? So, yeah. I like a driplet on a hard-boiled egg. On one hard-boiled egg, I put like five droplets. My
1: question is, I would
0: put maybe between like 100 and 200 droplets okay of sriracha sauce in the last 5 years. And That's i supposed to go buy true. a bottle
1: You've washed me. I put droplets at a time. But is it your droplets to be putting on your egg?
0: I asked Jason, can I have a little bit of sriracha? When did you do that? A little bit. For, For I, a year? I, like a tenth of a bottle over five years is probably the amount of sriracha I have borrowed from Jason Lamb. Let me just go buy you a whole bottle of okay, sriracha then, Lambo. Right, I listen to the rest of this. Oh, sorry. Listen, he's asked me politely to borrow it a couple of times. So yes. oh, yes. I've got an egg. Can I have some? Of course. Absolutely no problem. So nice. Have some sriracha left. Yeah. Now, to him, that means... Help yourself to my sriracha sauce on my desk beside my computer
1: <laughs> anytime desk? you
0: want until it's now. Look, oh, and yeah. do you think he's going to replace that? No, he's not. Number one. <laughs> no, wait. You already made your number one point. Okay, number, okay, number, number two to that, then. What? I was pla- Okay, he assumes that I would never, ever replace his sriracha. Like, I'm some miserly curmudgeon that would never replace his sriracha. Well, of course I would su- replace. Okay. Even though, again, that I've used a tenth okay. of a bottle over a year, I will happily replace. I had planned on doing that when I'm filling in for Dylan okay, next Okay,
1: I think that's what you need to do. Is there more and I also, can also, I think that what you should do is use the sriracha sauce that was bought mm-hmm. for all of the staff. There is that? That is in the lunchroom, in the fridge. It's a communal sriracha sauce instead of Jason's personal sriracha sauce that he feels so uh, attached to.
0: He. That's for everybody?
1: That's for everyone. The oh, one in the
0: fridge is for that's everybody?
1: For, that's the one I use too. I didn't know. Okay.
0: Okay, there's one more thing. He later, you don't have to play the audio, but he makes a big whoop about it as if I'm going to give him germs. Guess what? My mission next
1: week? Uh oh.
0: I'm going to give Jason all the germs I've got. Uh uh-uh. oh. Right now, Saanich is this like uh, horrible Wild West contraband zone. <laughs> People are going from Victoria into Saanich
1: Oh yeah, to get
0: plastic bags, right? Because yeah. Victoria banned the plastic bag. Saanich, not so much. Mm-mm. It's not that far of a drive if you're desperate for the plastic.
1: Oh wait, isn't Sanich like uptown? Yeah, yeah. So that's like a few blocks away. Yeah, and same with the Squamish as well. When I go to the market there, and they give me a plastic bag, I'm like, oh yes plastic <laughs> so nice right you gotta whoa
0: smuggle it back across the bridge yeah saanich is now looking f- uh towards uh getting rid of the plastic ban or the plastic <laughs> bags as well banning oh. the bag by 2020 okay. uh, six months earlier than originally proposed um i'm here to tell all of our friends it's so funny to even call saanich like oh all of our friends over in saanich it's like we're all the same town yeah it's like we're all the same town right so it's wild to me that you can still get plastic bags in sandwich. I'm here to tell you, friends, you will not miss it.
1: It's not bad.
0: We, Jen and I, are both like did firmly entrenched in like Victoria proper. So in the bag man. Yeah. Have you ever missed the plastic bag since they've gone away?
1: Um, I haven't really. There's been a few times where I forget my own reusable bags. Sure. Um, And then I'm like juggling bananas and they fall and I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Um, but I also never have that many groceries to buy. So if you were like a family mm-hmm. and forgot your your bags, that might be a problem. I could see that becoming an issue. But sure. other than that, you know, I, I haven't really noticed it. I like it.
0: And I'll say one time I was at the Whole Foods. Oh, weird. That isn't sandwich. Oh, but they're Whole Foods. So the oh, whole yeah, thing they, is yeah. like, oh, the environment. <laughs> um, and I was using the, pla- the the paper bag. Oh, yeah. And it did split, like no! my pants splitting. It was so embarrassing. All my bananas and everything all onto the floor. And I'm just like, oh. It's okay, it's okay. And I'm just like so embarrassed and blushing and bending over to repick up my bags and everything, all my groceries. But other than that one occasion, I have not missed the plastic bags. Mm-hmm. If it's that bad for the environment, get rid. Who cares? Moving on.
1: Good for you, Sanich. Oh, <laughs> uh, you went to go see Mary Poppins? I did. Mary Poppins returns. Returns? Like yes. Batman Returns? Yeah, I know. Wow, it sounds so action And I, I didn't realize know. that was the title. I know, I know. Mary Poppins Returns. Dun, dun, dun.
0: I had that thought while I was watching it. I was like, you couldn't say something more <laughs> British-y like, Mary <laughs> Poppins pops back in or yeah. something like that? <laughs>
1: Comes back for
0: some more tea. <laughs> yeah, Returns. Uh. And I was like, when's the penguin getting here? <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, it was pretty good. All, you know what? I'm going to meow and meow and meow about it on the uh, Geek Out podcast, which we're going to record tomorrow and comes out on Friday. Please check our website, thezone.fm slash podcast for all that stuff. Brian and Bud and Art and Kirsten and I all just like scream at each other about movies for an hour straight. It's fun to listen to. Yeah. So I'll talk about how I felt about Mary Poppins on that. Cool. But you know, it did remind me, Jen, mm-hmm. of a time when you and I both... Were Mary Poppinses. That's right. We were both nannies, magical Mary <laughs> magical Poppins. Magical nanny. Nannies. <laughs> and in fact, it was the subject of an episode of our soap opera, Paul and Jenny at Home.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. L'ultima vez sobre Paul y Jenny
1: en casa.
0: Oh, Jenny West, you've solved all our domestic problems by helping us befriend lamplighters and flying kites. However, can we thank you?
1: The love of your family is all I need. Now let's all sing a song about bubble baths. Yay! Yay! Oh, wake
0: up! Oh, geez, too much spoonful of sugar medicine again.
1: Where are our children? All
0: right, I'll level with you. They fell into my magic carpet bag, and I can't find them. Oh! Went in after a hat rack, I think.
1: First your chimney sweeps
0: rob us, and now this? Oh, come on. How about a song about tidying up? Oh, I, I must I must ring the police. You boy. I gotta get out of here. Hello? Scotland Yard? Come on, you stupid umbrella. Let's go.
2: <laughs> 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 Ia ora. Paul eat Jenny in casa.